Salwate to Skipley. Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's where I'm going to be doing something a little bit different today. I'm going to be doing a lot of etymology and we're going to pick a certain root word, either a prefix, an affix, a suffix. And then I'm going to tack on a bunch of words that um, incorporate said um, root word. So um, just to like, and then I'll give a little short definition of what they all mean. Um, yeah, you know, some of it's Greek, some of it's Latin. Primarily, I think today it'll be uh, more Greek. And then, um, you know, Latin has its place as well. They both do. They both are very, very awesome languages that help us understand our very own modern language nowadays. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely stick along with me. And then at the end, um, after you hear me ramble bamble for quite a while about all this stuff, you can go and give me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And what you got to do is that obnoxious thing of typing it in. If you don't follow me or whatever, clicking on that picture that has a bunch of books on it, you know, because we're all right, well read here. And anybody that's a classicist is definitely well read. Anyways, I digress. Uh, you're going to click on that. You're going to see the L-A-T-I-N, N-I-N, L-A-Y-M-A-N, ticky mark, S. And then you're going to just scroll all the way down to the bottom and um, give me hopefully five stars. That would be absolutely fantastic. But hey, you know what? I'm open to criticism and judgment of all types and forms. I take nothing personally now because as everybody very well knows by now probably, I'm a middle school Latin teacher. So, you know what? I've definitely heard it all. Um, and if you know, you know. And if you don't know, well, you're lucky. So let's go ahead and dive on, right on into it. Right after a little brief interjection. Alrighty, let's go firstly into a Greek word, which is photos. Alright, photos referring to light. So let's just dive into a few. Photograph, for instance. Well, photo is light. Graph comes from graph, which means to write and or draw. So basically a photograph just means a picture drawn by light. So uh, kind of is, isn't it? Telephoto. Well, tele means distant and photo comes from photos meaning light. So a light that's from far away. A photometer um, well, metron comes from measure, M-E-A-S-U-R-E. -E. Sorry, I just wanted to pronounce it weird. A device which measure, measures light. I'm sure some of you are familiar with it. Um, because, well, photometers, if you um, ask anyone, um, you know, what they, or actually just Google it. I won't go into it. I digress. How about... Well, we could do uh, phototropic. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, phototropic, if you think about it, tropos means to turn. So it's um, turning toward light. And uh, this reminds me of a really difficult plant that I've had to finally, it finally died on me. It's the only plant that's ever died on me and that I've just had to lay, lay to rest. I've been able to rehab all of my plants except for that dang Calethia, the prayer plant. And it's phototropic because 
um, well, it turns towards the light. It faces the light as you see the leaves. They phototropically um, rise and fall with the rising and setting of the sun. Um, yeah. And then, you know, what to go further into that, we've got photosynthesis. Sin meaning together and thesis means putting. So photosynthesis means a process of putting things together by using light, essentially. See, the more you know, the more you know. And that's pretty straightforward, but it also helps you understand like, oh my gosh, like these really, really fancy words that make me sound so smart, they really are just simple words put together in order to make uh, the whole. Like I always mention, parts of a whole. These little roots are parts and together they make a whole. Like for instance, if you guys have heard or, or thought of like my... Uh, my, my, my analogy, I guess, um, like, uh, like it's like a car. You need parts in order to assemble the whole of that car, right? You need the wheels, you need the driver and the passenger seat and the rear seats and the, you know, all those other seats, whatever, you know, everything that compiles the car windows, the turning wheel. And I digress yet again. So there's another one. So, um, in fact, let's go ahead and think of, um, a, uh, periodic table word. Uh, we have phosphorus, for instance, phos, which means light, right? Photos is another form of it. All right. And so ferrin comes from thainin to bear or to produce. So phosphorus means producing light. And so Back, way back when, the Romans took this Greek word phos and made phosphorus their name for the bright morning star Venus. Ha. Huh. Doesn't that make a little bit of sense? I would think so. I like it. It's cool stuff. All right. Here's another one uh, that I want to dive into, which is graph. All right. Which means to write or draw, right? When we were talking about a photograph, which means light, right? So a picture drawn by light. So how about a phonograph? Phonos comes from the word sound. So a machine for writing and or recording sound. That's what a phonograph was back in the day, y'all. It's, uh, it's, it's antiquated though. Telegraph. How about that? Tele means distant, a writing from far away. Telegraph. Graph, well, a graph is a pictured information, um, basically. Uh, yeah, I don't know how other to describe that. How about graphite? Graphite, well, graphite is a black, um, you know, carbon stuff that is used for writing or drawing. Uh, that's where we get the word from, right? Because it aids us in writing or drawing. And it's a rock, right? That, that ite um, is, uh, I'm assuming of rock origin. I actually don't know that pre or suffix. So I'll have to look into that a little bit more, but, um, yeah, see, these are all just coming out of my head because like, you know, if you start to think about it more and more and more, you can just tack on these words. It's like word substitution, right? Cool beans. We can either take photograph and we can go to the photo part and go into all those photo words that we had done prior, or we could take the graph part and go into all other words pertaining to graph. See, it's kind of like this tree, if you can envision it in your mind's eye. 
All right, so how about uh, an autograph, for instance? An autos means self, and uh, graph means to write. So uh, one's uh, writing of one's name, essentially, right? Um, an autograph. And, well, how about a bi, no, yeah, biography. Life, a writing of one's life. So that's always cool. Um, you know what? This is one that I thought was interesting because I was always a fan of, because like the first thing that I ever had, the first game console I ever had with my brother, shout out to my brother Jacob, um, was GameCube. And uh, there was uh, a little thing that you could use in uh, Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, which was called a pictograph. And, uh, well, pictograph is actually a real word. It comes from pictura. Pictura in Latin meaning painting or picture. So it's a pictograph is um, it's kind of like a writing form uh, in which um, there's a picture for each word, essentially. So you might, um, I guess you might find pictures of like Egyptian hieroglyphs and Chinese characters um, as such, right? Um, yeah, so that would, that one was always funny. And I was always like a pictograph the way that they, uh, the pictograph was a, just, a it was a photograph essentially, but you know, you can't, they wanted to get a little, uh, nuanced with it. I don't know if they actually meant it to be like that or whatever, but I always like thinking about it. And you know what? There could be very well Easter eggs in video games because you know what? Um, I'm sure there are grammarians and uh, classicists that have aided in the development of video, video games. So shout out to y'all. Let's go on to another one. How about tele? Tele, which means far distant, right? When we were talking about a telegraph. So uh, for instance, how about uh, a telephone? Phone means sound, a sound from far away. We already did that one, but we can also, we're taking it and we're using that tree and we're just branching off that tree a little bit more, right? What about a telegraph? Graph means right, writing from a distance. Telephoto, photo means light, a light from far away. Telescope, scopio comes from uh, the, the ancient Greek, which means to look at, um, which is a de device for looking at distant objects far away, right? A telescope is what we whip out at night to admire the stars and planets. How about telepathy? Pathos means feeling, right? Pathos, right? We have pathos, logos, eth ethos, ethos, whatever, ethos. So uh, telepathy, knowing how someone uh, far away is feeling. That's kind of what it means, right? If you piece it all together. Um, how about a telethon? It's for, it comes from the word marathon, a battlefield in ancient Greece, a telephone fundraiser, which, uh, well, actually I'm not, where was I going with it? Anyways, <laughs> I think like a telethon was, a gr oh, that's what I was meaning to say. It's like the, um, <laughs> sorry, I got lost in my thoughts. The, um, it's a great battle between the Athenians and um, the Persians back in, uh, frick, I don't know, 
400 somethings BC era. Um, and it take, took place on uh, the plain of Marathon. So um, let's see, what, what, what do I know about that? I know that the Greeks won. Gosh, my brother probably knows a lot about this. Uh, he's probably cringing at me right now. And uh, they sent a runner named, oh, yeah, that's right. They sent a runner named uh, Philippides, I believe, um, to Athens, which is 26 miles away with the news. So um, as the runner arrived, he delivered the message and then died. That's right. Yeah. Um, so the modern 26-mile races nowadays are called marathons, right? And so any long, grueling session is, um, you know, of this uh, telethon kind of stuff is, uh, well, it, it comes from uh, marathon. So uh, that's all I really have to say about that. And, uh, yeah. But... There's a little history lesson for you. Sorry, I got a little off track there, but I remember I uh, something about telethon and marathon, okay? So I'm getting a little bit more Greek today, but that's all good because we can get into one more that I'm thinking of right now, telekinesis. Kinesis comes from uh, the word for movement, comes from the word kinetic, right? So, um, so telekinesis is the movement movement of the of like an object uh, far away usually with some kind of power spiritual or magical <laughs> so it, it kind of correlates not completely but like it's a distant movement essentially is what it's saying it's just like telling means far away and then kinesis means movement so a far away movement but you know, if you have telekinetic powers, you are doing it with your mind. You're moving those objects far away. Um, so, so yeah. Believe that's where I want to stop it for today. And I hope that you guys appreciated a little bit of this change in pace. Going back over, we did photos, we did graph, graphos, and we did tele. So, uh, as you guys can see, the, the language and... Uh, Words in general are just this overarching tree. It's just everything is going to branch off of itself in this great interconnected web of uh, language. You know, I was telling my kids yesterday how, you know, language is, you know, it's derived from just like all one language at one po point, this proto-Indo-European deal where we all just kind of like, you know, therefore scattered and had to uh, evolve and find means of communicating and that's where we get our derivatives. That's where we get cognates. That's where we get things overlapping in such many fascinating ways. And that's why uh, I've learned to appreciate language so much. And I hope that you guys are learning to appreciate it as well because uh, the subtle nuances and the little Easter eggs, if you will, that you find in language um, can really help you command your own language. Um, not your recollection of memory, uh, as you can very well know, because uh, your boy, Mr. Connolly, can sometimes uh, fall off track. But um, the command of language, I feel, and or uh, just my comfortability with language and speaking now has become so much more than what it was. Good God, I used to be so self-conscious about my lisp because I did used to have a really, really bad lisp. And sometimes it comes out. 
Um, I, I, it's, I believe it's because I like talk with my tongue a little bit. I don't know the way that I now think about it. I make my S's more s I don't know. Gosh, I, I used to talk like this, you know, shout out to my parents. Thanks parents for, uh, thinking that me saying the word flower was thour and then talking to me like that all the time was a great thing, but it also was very detrimental on my speech. I love you, but mm, sorry, not sorry for uh, the uh, shout out right there because uh, language is one of those things that becomes fundamental within you, very involuntary, like breathing. So the more that you practice this kind of stuff, um, and ingrained good speech, good habits, good grammar, um, the more, uh, you know, dividends that will pay in the long run, because then you're just going to get further and further into life and build on those same things that you were building on before. Whereas, well, we weren't really thinking about language now, uh, and before, and when I was a kid, you know, I don't think about speaking. I just talk. And a lot of the time I went through phases where every word that came out of my, every other word was a cuss word or something like that, or whatever, you know, our language evolves and adapts and you have to realize how, um, it can be so vital and integral and, uh, that there is such utility in it. I really want to emphasize that. And with that being said, I will step off my soapbox. My tech talk is done. I hopefully, hopefully you guys stuck it out this far. And if you did, I love that rating. Um, regardless, I appreciate you guys, and I hope that these episodes are cool. Uh, if you like them, let me know because I have a lot more suffixes, prefixes, all that stuff. I wrote a bunch of it um, as like a, I remember my capstone for uh, leaving Latin uh, back at Utah. Uh, Utah State uh, was... Um, it was basically bridging medical, legal, botanical terminology, all that kind of stuff uh, within Latin. And, well, I did some Greek as well. And uh, bridging it all together uh, and showing the modernity of it. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was kind of like trying to uh, to compare and contrast. So, um, so yeah, I, I have a lot of that stuff written elsewhere that I'd love to dive back into. So... Uh, I hope uh, you're interested. So if you are, let me know because I can do that. Thanks again, everybody.